Xin chào. Chấm bệp số. Mengalava. Ni hao. Selamat siang. Sabadi tuan sao. Assalamualaikum. Suadi. Selamat pagi. Magandang umaga. Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host the Lotus Talks. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax. And let's go! Ranger Whitelaw here with Monday Morning Coffee. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Uh, I am going to welcome Dan Gray back today. Dan, good morning. Hi, everybody. Nice Daniel, to be back. I'm sorry. Is it Daniel or Dan? Oh, it depends. Uh, normally, my mum's the only one that calls me Daniel when, I've been, when, when, when I'm in trouble. Like yeah, Dan, Danny, <laughs> Daniel, whatever. Danny. Oh, Danny. I like Danny. Danny, yeah. I like Danny boy. So, Dan, um, how was your weekend? Oh, it's good, thanks. Got some uh, family visiting, so I've been doing the usual. Uh, oh, your mom's usual. in town. Yeah, she's around for for a couple of weeks, so oh, that's cool. Showing her a good time. You like having mom in town? Um, yeah, nice to have her over here. She she certainly loves it. No. Uh, what does she think about Saigon? Uh, she can't stop coming back. She's like a boomerang. She kind of tends to come here about twi- <laughs> twice a year, so she absolutely loves it. You know. Boomerang the, mom. I've yeah. heard of helicopter parents, but never a boomerang <laughs> mom. Yeah, no. She she comes back all the time. She loves it. You know, loves oh. the food and the the. the that's awesome. That's great. You guys must have a great time, huh? Yeah, yeah, she loves it. She gets into the swing of things, you know, hanging onto the back of my motorbike, whizzing through the traffic. <laughs> that, that's when you hear Daniel. <laughs> Daniel! <laughs> my mother, mother, are you listening? My mother has never been here. Okay. You know, i got to get mom over here. She wants to come over. Well, maybe this uh, podcast will be the inspiration she can hear about my mom. Mom, guilt trip. Anyway, so, um, well, let's talk about a important subject today, and thank you for joining again, uh, employee retention in Vietnam. This is a major issue in Vietnam, uh, one that has only been uh, rising at an alarming rate over the last three years, really. Um, it's huge. Human resources is a, is a major issue here. There's uh, so many new companies coming here. There's companies expanding here, right? And the uh, staffing levels, almost like 1%, right? I mean, it's just fully staffed everywhere, which is great for unemployment, but, um, but there's a tremendous amount of talent loss and people switching jobs. Do you see that in your teaching world? Um, yeah, there's it, it, a pretty high turnover, yeah, for sure. Big turnover? Yeah, there is, yeah. And so is it like monthly? High. Is it like quarterly? Is it uh, semi-annually? When does the turnover occur in the teaching world? Well, I mean, different schools have different rates, but ours is uh, you know, kind of 12 and 13 week courses. So um, once your course is finished, you know, it's quite um, easy. It's not like you're breaking off in the middle of a school year. So there's quite high, you know, out of staff of 30, you know, you kind of see a couple leaving every month, really. And, and so why do you think that happens in, in your industry, in the teaching industry? In our industry, I think um, a lot of people are, you know, like, my, like me, about 30 years old, you know, they're not settled down with a family, you know, they're still kind of footloose. So um, they're here footloose working. Footloose and fancy free. Footloose and fancy free in Saigon, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could make a little uh, documentary about that. So, um, well, you know, it tends to be in staffing levels in Vietnam, 
uh, based a lot around salary earning level. So uh, those who make around 430 US, 10 million dong, um, are the highest rate of leavers, people who leave, about 40, 29%. Um, as you get into team leaders and managers, and as the salaries go up, um, uh, certainly the attrition rate uh, goes down. And as you get into uh, executives, where they're making uh, $33,000 or more, um, they don't really uh, leave as much at all. So it certainly is something that um, is one salary driven. And then another ratio of people quitting, it's much higher in generations uh, that are younger generations, right? Um, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. The younger generations think that they can just kind of, you know, jump jobs and get a pay raise. Yeah, that's what the uh, pattern suggests. Have you seen that or have you heard that? Um, well, yeah, obviously, uh, the older you get and the longer you're in a job, the more kind of settled you are and, um, you know, the less impetus for change, I, I guess. Um, you know, people well, it's, young, it's, it's young a, it's and a weird ambitious. statistic. I mean, I, I, I hear like 15 to 20% of people, uh, especially the younger generation, tend to lean towards leaving their job in the next year, even though they're happy at their job. Hmm. Well, yeah. Why? could be a sign of being ambitious, looking for something the grass is always greener. Well, it's, it, it's really interesting. And, and, and the most attractive industries for employees, besides their current ones, people tend to want to go into banking, certainly real estate, financial services, um, and, uh, and retail. The number of new businesses uh, are, is increasing rapidly, right? Um, the situation now is that they need to hunt for talent, right? If you're starting a business, you need to hunt for talent. And the younger generations really know that, right? So people who, who, um, who have any type of uh, inkling to leave their job can kind of really just play the field and wait for a headhunter to call them um, or to see a job posting, and they can just jump that job. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good, good time for them, rather the opposite to uh, what's happening in my country, England, right now. All the young people are... Uh almost got no opportunities, well not no opportunities. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I mean that's why you see a lot of, uh, another reason why there's a lot of us young guys out here right now is because um, you know, the opportunities are not quite what they were in our parents' generation. So in England you have an issue where you don't have a lot of opportunities. Here uh, you have a, a industry or a culture where the average age is 32 or something now, uh, the middle class is rising, about a third of all employees think about starting their own businesses in the future or are starting their own businesses. So now you're not just looking at jumping to a new job, but maybe, hey, I'm going to work here for a year or two, get a little training, and I'm going to start my own company with a couple of buddies of mine, right? Mm. Because there's so much growth in Southeast Asia and in Vietnam. Yeah, it sounds like an exciting time for the young people of Vietnam, so yeah. many opportunities. Just the opposite. So, so what do you do? How do you um, retain workers? I mean, this is a real, real, real big issue, right? So, you know, I, I've talked about this in some of my other podcasts briefly. Uh, one of my friends who runs a big shoe company talks about this. And, you know, he, I was approaching it then from space. He has to build another factory. He has to go out to more central. Now he has to change the uh, number of days they work from a, maybe a five or six day work week to a three or four day work week. Provide them transportation or, you know, a lot of um, a lot of subsidies for 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 gas and food and meals. Yeah, well, for those of the listeners who listened to or read the profile of Marco Civati um, from last week, 
it's something he spoke about saying, uh, particularly in textiles and uh, some manufacturing, um, air, lack of air conditioning is something that's causing a bit of a, uh, an issue as well, that people are leaving to go to uh, the IT sector because they typically have uh, air-conditioned factories. Well, that's, so that's a great one, right? So you're making four or five hundred dollars a month or six hundred dollars a month or whatever it is, a thousand dollars a month. And, but yeah, the factories, the factory workers don't want to be in the hot, sweaty factory anymore. They want air conditioning. Yeah, absolutely. So it could be as simple as that kind of working environment. As simple as that, right? But that's a big deal. So, yeah, so it's certainly a healthy environment, right? Creating an environment where your workers are uh, have fresh air, have air conditioning, um, yeah, an interesting work environment, right? Where it, maybe it's just not boring, you know, um, maybe you have a foosball table or a pool table for breaks. Yeah, it's kind of like Google or other company, companies in the U.S. Something they can entertain them or selves or a place where they can uh, get together and eat together, a canteen area. Um, obviously, bonus plans are good. Money always talks. Money talks. Dan, I like that about you. Money talks. You, <laughs> you got right to the chase. Um, insurance, right? So if you're if you're young and you're having a family, making sure you have insurance and different types of comp and benefit plans certainly are something that will help you retain employees. Uh, but the cost of employee to replace is high. So if you're going to go through uh, training them up, uh, you want to really make sure that you build an environment around them that wants them to stay and grow within your organization. Right, they become more effective employees long term. Uh, they have more value. Now, I always ask people: Are there option plans here? Right, in the United States and other places of the world, uh, a lot of companies will give you stock options. Right? Not teachers. Teachers don't get stock options. <laughs> Barely get a parking space. It's horrible. <laughs> but 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 on Teachers Day, you get lots of flowers and candy. Yeah, I know. I've got quite a lot of uh, flowers at my house right now. You know, more than I know what to do with. But in all seriousness, you know, I, these young companies that are starting up here need to look at other types of um, um, participation for the employees. Profit sharing is always a good one. I like profit sharing because it's it's not just stock based. It actually is current, right? Hey, we make money this year. We're all going to take a little bit of it and share it, spread it around, right? On top of your bonus, you can have monthly bonuses. You can have weekly bonuses, right? You have quarterly bonuses. But profit sharing is something that we all come together and try to do together as opposed to me on my own trying to make my quota make a little extra money this month, right? Absolutely, yeah, incentivize the, the workers. Yeah, collectively. That's right, yeah. I mean, what about when you're teaching, right? If you give a student what project that's really cool and they usually work pretty hard on it, right, because they're being graded, but when you give them a group project, do they act differently? Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's different, <laughs> different age groups. It's, it's, a difficult question to answer, but um, yeah, obviously, if, if you incentivize the work, you know, the more you incentivize them, um, you know, the, the better you get into work. You know, I mean, everyone's the same. In that yeah, because it's a team now. You're responsible for yeah. your team members. If you can build a good team atmosphere, you know, we got yeah, class dynamic. People yeah. work together. Hundred percent. So these are things to think about as you're out there. Um, you know, certainly salary and benefits, um, and hire the right person from the start. Right, make sure you interview well. And if you, um, if you need to hire a professional to help you, right? An executive recruiter, if it's an executive, or even a really good HR person will, will go through the time, uh, not just hiring their cousin or their friends, but like really vetting the right person, right? And hiring the right person. Um, and your managers, you know, keep an eye on your managers. 
train your managers. We talked about you know this on Friday about you know English language uh, tutoring or other types of tutoring and, and continuing education. Educate your managers to be leaders, not bosses, right? We're going to do a profile on Wednesday of a man who is a great leader and a teacher of leaders here in Vietnam. Yeah, absolutely. We're um, not going to say his name. Well, okay, won't give anything away then. <laughs> but but certainly, you know, that's a, that that's going to be a great article. Um, so you know, nobody wants a boss, right? And they tend to talk about bosses here a lot. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. But really, the more you can make become a leader, not a boss, you know, people will stay. I, I find that unless there is a real reason why someone has to leave a job, people generally quit managers. They don't quit the company or the job, right? Yeah, well, that's going to be uh, very much part of the article uh, on, on, on Wednesday. You know, the importance of uh, getting this leadership group dynamic where everybody can feel in a comfort zone and be able to talk about their problems, not just sit there worrying about how they're going to be uh, thought of if they um, make a comment about something, you know, being able to feel part of the team. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All right, everyone. So, um, well, I hope this helped you a little bit thinking about retention strategies. Um, I guess the thought for the week I will leave you with is what can you do to improve the workplace um, or offers that you are giving to retain your staff? And, what can you do? How can you really uh, create an atmosphere uh, that's productive, that's healthy, that's a leadership-focused atmosphere, uh, and one that wants people to not only stay, but bring their friends to work at the company and, and grow with you over time? So that's the thought for the week. Dan, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks very much. And uh, to everyone, I hope you have a fabulous week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature the Lotus blog and podcasts. Until next time, the Lotus Talks. See you soon. <laughs>